0: Welcome to episode 212 of Live Happy Now. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, thanking you for joining us today. If you're a woman and you're looking for ways to find more happiness in your life, then today's show is for you. Karen Rockin is creator of the Purpose Girl Movement, which empowers purpose-driven women. And this year, she's rolling out the Women's Global Happiness Summit. This free worldwide event to improve happiness in women is going to be online June 17th through 20th, and she sat down with me to talk about women, happiness, and the Global Summit. Well, Karen, welcome to the show. It's exciting to have you on with us today. I am so
1: excited to be here. Thank you for having me
0: you have something really interesting to talk to us about and i'm excited because so many of our listeners are women and we talk about happiness all the time but you focus specifically on women and happiness so that that's obviously of interest to us and i wanted to see in your studies how have you found that happiness is different for women
1: yeah really good question so statistically twice as many women are depressed as men and it goes beyond that where women are on more antidepressants and anxiety medication. Women are less confident than men. So many studies have been done, whether it is studies in medicine or in business and women have less confidence. Depending on which study you look at, up to 90% of women dislike their bodies in some way. A Glamour magazine study found that 97% of women say something mean about themselves every day. Uh, I believe that. Oh, I believe it too. I mean, I believe it too. It takes a lot of work. And so it, to, to not do that. And so women struggle with happiness. And a University of Pennsylvania study found that women today are actually less happy than women were 30 years ago. Really? Yes. And it, before the time of publication, which was a few years ago. And it's not surprising either. And that same study found that for the first time in history, women are actually less happy than men. Now, so even though women statistically often, have, you know, it's, it's not new that women are you know, twice as many women are depressed, but to be less happy was, you know, we could show depressive symptoms, but we also felt good about ourselves. This is a new phenomenon.
0: And what's driving that?
1: Yeah. So what's driving this is that women have a number of things going on at the same time. So number one, you know, many people point to hormones and it is true. So women think that many women think that their bodies change only once a month, right? When they're still in their cycles. But actually our bodies and our hormones are changing every two and a half days. And kind of the world doesn't allow that, right? We it's not like right. we suddenly get time <laughs> off or whatever. That aside, other than hormones, everything else is within a woman's control about whether or not she chooses to live her happiest life. One of the reasons, so what, what's going on, women have, there are, most of our brains between men and women are the same. And this is a book called The Female Brain but there is a small aspect of the brain hormonally that's different between men and women. And men have more testosterone, which makes them, you know, more biologically toward the hunting and gathering, right? And women are more the nurturing. And what that means, we have more oxytocin, more cuddle hormone. What that means is that we want to care for everybody else. And so one of the things that happens with women is that we are giving and giving and giving and Often put ourselves last, right? Like you take the last piece of chicken on the plate, or you feed yourself, right? <laughs> and it's the neck, it's and like, it's oh. right. It's the part oh. nobody wants. And so, so one thing that's happening. So women still do the majority of household work. Men have made great strides in, you know, heterosexual families where there are, you know, a mom and a dad, or a man and a woman. Men have made great strides, but the research shows that women are still doing almost twice as much housework as men. Women are still doing the majority of childcare women are still making most of the financial decisions, you know, who buys the birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and Hanukkah gifts. And so women have all this on their plate, but at the same time, we're told our generation of women was told we can do anything. We can do everything. We can be whatever we want. And it, frankly, there's just so much on our plates. And then you add in our biological desire to take care of everybody else and to please everybody else first. And we put ourselves last. And then because of all of this, women actually ruminate more than men. So women, rumination is when you kind of chew over the negative over and over and over again. And women do that more than men do. Men can compartmentalize in a way that women can't. And it helps us to take good care of everybody else because we're thinking, did little Joey get fed? And do I have a birthday gift for, you know, little Wanda? You know, all of that. But it becomes more than any of us can really do on our own.
0: When we throw in the workplace, as well. Mm -hmm. Now we've got this other dimension where we're supposed to be happy and and we're being fulfilled and we're finding meaning in our careers, but then we still have this crushing amount of responsibility outside of work.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so actually more women than men are graduating from university, which is amazing, which means more women than men are actually entering the workforce which is amazing, right? And so we want it all. We want it all. And the question is, how can we have it all, quote unquote, meaning and have our true, best, happiest, most fulfilled selves? You know, when talking about workforce, another thing that contributes to women being less happy is we're severely underrepresented in, you know, in CEO structures, you know, in C-level executives and directors, In government, and so we're we're you know trying to balance all of this, trying to do it all, and wanting to get ahead. While we know that we make less money on the dollar, so there's so much going on with women's happiness, and we don't have to be a victim to any of it, right? The great news, as you and I both know, is that positive psychology comes down to happiness comes down to choice, Mm -hmm. and realizing what choices we can make on a day to day basis.
0: Does something work differently for women than it does for men?
1: Yeah. So the number one thing that we know from research is that women actually need the support, love, cheerleading of other women. So a research study was done with women who were cancer patients and women who had close girlfriends actually lived longer and were healthier and more able to fight off the detriment of cancer. Now. It has been amazing when you look in the research about women supporting women, men actually need to be supported by women also. And again, it's because of our ability to take care of and oxytocin, you know, the cuddle hormone. And so there are a few differences between men and women and a major one and something that happens. We know that women at midlife are actually the the most depressed statistic out there, women in their, their 40s and 50s. And... One of the things that's happening there is we're so busy taking care of everybody else. You know, it could be aging parents and kids and and that. And we really stop prioritizing our girlfriends and our need to be around other women. And so one thing that's different between men and women is this need, literal need to have the support and connection from other women.
0: And why don't men have that? Because that's, that has always baffled me. I know men who you ask them who their best friend is. They're like, eh, there's this guy at work, (laughs) you know, I think, isn't it? And, And they don't have that. And if, you know, you ask a woman and I've got like my best friend from high school, I've got my friends now, I've got, you know, we can instantly start naming people off. Yeah, Why is that so
1: different for us? Well, I'm not by any means an expert on men's happiness, just, just to be <laughs> clear. Um, you know, from what I've understood, you know, I think a lot of men actually want that. It's just men are set up, you know, kind of their brain, like I said, um, somewhere around eight weeks w- when a baby is in utero is when the brain starts getting flooded with testosterone or not. And so, you know, boys or men in general, this is not everybody tend to relate to one another differently. And they like having their buddies to go do things with. Again, that's more of the kind of the hunter biological response. But the being supported by and having someone to cheerlead us and having that connection, that is more kind of female brain and female happiness. So I want every woman who's listening to this, you know, the the major reasons that women are more depressed than men come down to a few things. And we can do something about almost all of them. So one is that we are putting everybody else first and saving almost nothing for ourselves. And we have to be able to flip that and and we can talk about how. Number two, with that, we're trying to be perfect at everything, that you can have it all. And we're trying to be perfect and have perfectly manicured fingernails while we're doing it. And it's just not working, right? Number three, we're losing our connection from support of other women and we need it so much. And the major thing I have found that pretty much everything falls into is that, you know, if you think about the word depressed, and you can be out there and not clinically depressed, but still not feel as good as you really want to, right? Mm -hmm. Is that I believe that a happy woman is a whole woman. She's honoring her whole self and we're complex, right? Some of us want to be mothers. Some of us want to be in corporate. Some of us want to be both. We've got an aspect of ourselves that's sensuality and sexuality. We've got an aspect of ourselves that just wants to play like a little girl. We've got an aspect of ourselves that is a leader and wants to be making a big difference in the world. We have an aspect of ourselves that's all about purpose and legacy. And if we suppress any part of ourselves, then we are going to end up depressed. And the key is to really, as a woman, know, who am i what are all the parts of me and to let yourself fully express and fully be that in the world i do a lot with purpose and people think oh, it was my purpose to be a lawyer or is it to be a doctor or a teacher and none of that is purpose purpose is being your full self and doing what's like what's going to fulfill you what's in your heart and impacting the world as you and well, that would be a huge difference for women
0: yeah and One, being able to find that purpose Mm -hmm. and being able to pursue it might be two different things. Because I think if you tell someone, you know, you need to celebrate your whole self, the first thing you're going to hear is, I don't have time. You know, we instantly kick into, well, I can't do that because I've got to take the kids to soccer. And then I've got this and then my husband has this going on. And, you know, we automatically make these reasons why we can't do that. So how do we get past that point of acknowledging that we need it and then realizing that we're
1: worth it and we owe it to ourselves to give us that time such a great question such a great question you said we don't have time for it and i'm going to say we actually don't have time not for it yay i like that right we don't have time not for it and you know the number one killer right now for women is heart disease what's going on there we're mm-hmm. overworked we're overstressed and then what as soon as we get heart disease then we'll have time to sit in a hospital yeah, that's and, fulfilling. Uh. <laughs> right. And so, you know, I can't tell you how many of my clients get they're like, oh, I, I want to just stop yelling at my kids, right? And so we think I don't have time to meditate, but then we become so temperamental. And and by the way, me too. Like I'm I consider myself a work in progress. Like I am right there, right with all of us. Right. And so what I absolutely have learned is You know, I come from Detroit. I I was born in Detroit. And so car analogies often work for me, even though I know nothing about cars. But, you know, (laughs) it's like, think about any of you women out there who need to drive carpool or you want to you need to go pick up your mom and and take her for a doctor appointment. Your car will not go if it has no gas. Right. And so it's very cliche to say, just like an airplane, you've got to put your own mask on first. You know, literally, I like to think of the car analogy because your car will not go. Your body will shut down on you. If you do not fill it up. And by fill it up, what most women then think is okay, I'll go to the gym and that's amazing. I'm a big fan of taking care of your body, but then we work it really hard. Filling up is also what brings me pleasure? Like, is it reading? Is it sitting and sipping a cup of coffee? Which of your girlfriends or your friends give you pleasure and joy? Is it taking a bath? So, one is pleasure, two, filling you up with purpose. Because you might say, I don't have time to give to one more person, right? You're giving to your kids or giving to your parents or whoever it might be, or at work. But it's not purpose if it's if it's draining you. Purpose sure. is fulfilling. So what would make you feel fulfilled? Like you were giving wisdom to the world and you were impacting. And so that's what I'm talking about by filling up, right? It's being of service, leaving legacy. This is a different kind of fulfillment where... Then we actually can drive the car. I mean, personally, I discovered about myself, I would be out there talking this game and, but not living it, right? Mm hmm. You're, too busy, I, to li-
0: You're too, too busy to live. Too busy, too busy to live actually. It.
1: <laughs> and then I was like, no, no, what do I actually love? And I started working on a mentor and I realized what I love because she would do these dance breaks all the time. And I freaking loved it. I love dancing. So oh, I now, I love it. And you know what? So I have signed up tonight. I have salsa dancing. And Monday nights, I have erotic dancing and I was taking belly dancing for a while and I love it. Oh, how fun. It's amazing because the other thing that's different about men and women is that there's masculine energy and feminine energy and masculine energy is linear, do, 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 go, go, go. And it's wonderful. And our school system is based on masculine energy and our Corporate system is based on masculine energy and it's awesome. And every woman I know is so, has, is so good in her masculine energy. Feminine energy is intuition. It's creativity. It's um, heart knowing, right? It's not logical. It's heart knowing. Mm -hmm. It's movement. It's being in our bodies. It's sensuality. and, And by that, I mean like with your senses, with your sense, with scent and hearing and music. And when a woman gives herself that sensuality, gives herself the creativity, gives herself the feminine, she's going to be so much more powerful at doing the masculine. So that's what I mean by like we cannot drive the car. So we actually don't have time to not make pleasure the foundation of our lives, make fulfillment the foundation of our lives.
0: Well, how do we identify those things that are going to give us purpose and bring us pleasure. Because a lot of women that I know, if you ask them what they want to do for fun or what would make them happy, they're going to say a nap. You know, (laughs) there is like, they have no, everyone is, they're so wrapped up in their world and everything they have to do, they really have no idea what it would take to make them feel good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good point. The thing is when your brain is in kind of stress mode, you literally don't have access to your higher level thinking. You don't have access to your creativity or to your feminine side. And so we have to, and that's the mode that we're all in all the time, right? Like do, 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 go, 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 go. And so the only way to start getting to know what would actually bring you joy is to pause. It's a feminine superpower to pause. I know someone's gonna say, I don't have time, but you do (laughs) because you have time while you brush your teeth. Or take something right. that you do every day, like washing dishes. And instead of thinking about, oh my God, I got to get the kids. Da, 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 that's your time to pause. And you can wash the dishes mindlessly while you are taking some deep breaths. Or if you have nowhere else, when you sit on the toilet, everyone has about five minutes a day when they are sitting on the toilet. <laughs> and you can take a couple of extra deep breaths and put your hand on your heart and say, what do I need? Or what do I love? or What's And it will come
0: to you. You'll you'll find it, right? If you You, take the time to ask the question, you will get that answer.
1: You will get that answer. And what I have found, and and I'd be curious if this is what you found as well, is that most women actually know the answers. They have an inkling. Like one of my clients said, well, I love country music, but what could I do with that? And then we started talking about it. And she said, you know what would be really fun? Probably take volunteers at the Country Music Awards. And I said, oh, I don't know. Do they? So she opens (laughs) up her laptop, she researches and like, it was like the next week the applications were due. She applied, they hired her as a volunteer and she flew off like a month later to Nashville.
0: That's awesome. That's true. So
1: I really believe that we actually, we do, if we allow ourselves, you know, one of my mentors, I have a mentor in sensuality and she says for a woman to literally start circling her hips because it's getting into a place of pleasure in order to kind of slow it down and say, what's true for me? And I believe most women do have some inklings of what they would desire. And you could desire, desires and dreams are free. Okay. You don't have to pay for them. It's just that then your brain starts going, let's say you desire travel. Your brain goes, well, you don't have time to travel. We don't have money to travel. Forget it. So you do know what would light you up. You do know what would bring you joy. Your brain just gets in the way.
0: You've got the Women's Global Happiness Summit, Mm -hmm. and that is a great starting point because Mm -hmm. You know, just listening to you, it's like, I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) I want to go conquer the world now. I'm going to find a new purpose. So your summit is a great way for people to take what you're talking about here and really find ways to apply it. Can you tell us a little bit about the format and some of the guests that you have coming in?
1: Yeah, I'm delighted to, and I'm so excited to partner with Live Happy on this. I just adore what what you do. So the Women's Global Happiness Summit will be taking place June 17th to 20th. It's a free event where we have 24 speakers, each of whom are an expert on some aspect of happiness and specifically happiness for women. So we're going to cover everything from Angela Duckworth, number one New York times bestselling author on grit and how to stay through your goals with passion and perseverance to, you know, Susie Powellski, Paw- who wrote um, a book uh, happy together, all about relationships and how to be happier in your relationships. To Lee Waters, who is an expert on parenting. She has an amazing book called The Strength Switch, which is how to parent from a strengths perspective, all the way to Leah Piper, who is one of the American experts, if not the top American female expert in Tantra. Where we taught, we're going to talk about sensuality and sexuality and how to really come to love your body instead of being body conscious, She calls it goddess conscious. Oh, I like so you that really. I love it too. I love it. So we've twenty four experts on different aspects of happiness. And each day, June seventeenth to the twentieth, four days, there's six speakers a day. And um it's free. So on each day, you can watch those six speakers for free. And then if you miss them or you want to have all the recordings for life, there is a way, you know, at a really reasonable price to get that. Um, but for those four days, it's, it's a free event. It's online. You can register totally for free at womenshappinesssummit.com. was Karen Rockin,
0: founder of the upcoming Women's Global Happiness Summit. If you'd like to learn more about the summit, register to attend and find out how to get Karen's 50 happy tips for free, please visit us at livehappynow.com. We hope you're already a subscriber to Live Happy Now, but if you're not, you can find us on the Pandora Podcast Network, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Just look for us on your favorite platform, hit subscribe, and you will never miss an episode. That's all we have time for this week. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.